Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We're going to be joined by Dr. David Chow next for an in-depth discussion of all the health-related decisions that played into the Big 12 and the Pac-12 decisions to cancel their season. Uh, But right off the top here, by the way, Giannis got suspended for one game. If you care about that, maybe you do if you're a Grizzlies fan and you're out there uh, and you're fighting, I would say the most interesting Thursday night sports calendar details are who are going to be the 8-9 seeds, right? The Portland Trailblazers, Memphis Grizzlies, and uh, the Suns are all fighting to see which of those two teams will play in an 8-9 play-in game and try to figure out who's going to be going up against the Lakers if you're waking up on the West Coast. Uh, the Spurs are still alive on the uh, on the outside looking in. Dub, right? I, 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 if I ever get into aggressive analytical analysis of who's going to play in an 8-9 series uh, game in the, uh, in the NBA bubble, I will lose my mind. But I think, I think it, based on the way they've played so far, my prediction for everybody out there is I think it's going to be the Trailblazers as the 8 seed going up, up against the 9 seed Phoenix Suns. The Suns have been on fire. They've won seven in a row. Uh, the Trailblazers 5-2. and two. The Grizz are one and six. The Spurs are just okay, uh, and so I think that the Grizz, thanks to all those different injuries they got, is going to ultimately lead. Even with the honest suspension, I think we're going to end up with the Trailblazers behind Damian Lillard, who's been on absolute fire. Seems like Skip Bayless and the feud that he's got going on there has managed to propel the Trailblazers into what I think will be the number eight seed to go up against uh, the Lakers. Now. This is not some crazy out-of-nowhere prediction. To his credit, Chris Mannix started saying it on our show a while back, and uh, I said on Lock It In slash uh, Fox Bet Live, our gambling show daily on FS1, when the NBA bubble started, hey, I like the uh, I like the, the, the Trailblazers, given the fact that they're getting healthy, to come in as the eight seed. So we'll see what ends up happening. I think the Lakers win that series in six games against the Trailblazers. That's my prediction 
for what will be the most interesting part of the NBA bubble uh, so far. That's going on tonight. But I still think there's so many fascinating details that we unpacked in our conversation with the governor of Texas, which if you missed it, I encourage you to go download the podcast make sure you don't miss anything at all. Uh, But he broke news with us by saying, I support the players and uh, the the We Want to Play movement and look forward to the Big 12 and SEC playing this fall. Texas is ready for college football. That means that on this radio program, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, have both come on and said, we support college football. The governor of Georgia has also come out and said that he supports college football. I feel good about the governor of Tennessee doing the same. In other words, the Big 12 and the SEC states in general, I believe there is a lot of support for college football being played. Now, some people disagree with me. Some people are like, oh, it's far too scary. There's no way we can play in the Big 10 and in the Pac-12. And what I would say to you is I am living the same life that I am advising all of you to be living, by which I mean this. Yesterday, I walked with my five-year-old for his first day in kindergarten. His mom and I and my parents and our nanny and our 12-year-old, we had a whole entourage walking my five-year-old to school. We live in a neighborhood where we're able to walk, and I think it's important for kids, kindergarten all the way to grad school, based on the data that is out there about the coronavirus, for kids to be in school. And so I also believe it's important not only for them to be in school, but for them to be playing athletics. So I am living the same life that I'm arguing on behalf of for the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12. By which I mean this. My nine-year-old is signed up right now to play flag football this fall. My kids have done sports camps all summer. And I believe it's time to get back to normalcy. Now, if you are elderly or if you are immune suppressed, I totally understand why you may not want normalcy to return. You should make the best decision for you and your family just as I make the best decisions for my family. And what I've been saying for a long time is we can't allow the Corona Bros, the people who are terrified, of going back to normal life without a vaccine to dictate anything to us in the world of sports or in the world of life. Look, I love college football. I've been fighting as hard as I possibly can for college football to be able to happen because I am a fan like many of you, and I think this show, which has rapidly become the most influential show in sports in the entire nation in the morning, Nobody from 6 to 9 a.m. on the East Coast has more influence in this show. And if you doubt it, just look at the guest list we've had this week alone. President of the United States, Governor of Florida, Governor of Texas, all coming on to make news with us because they trust you as an audience and they know that a lot of people are going to be listening. But I believe the decisions that have been made by the Big Ten and that have been made by the Pac-12 are fundamentally irrational and impossible to defend based on any logic at all. They in the Big Ten in particular are opening up schools and they are allowing kids to stay in dormitories, go to classrooms, eat in cafeterias, and yet they aren't going to allow sports to exist 
the risk of infection to athletes is not from playing games. It's from being on campus. So either it's safe enough to be on campus or it's not. We can't have these sort of illogical decisions that are being made. And by the way, I believe it's safe enough to be on campus. And we can't end up with ridiculous situations like I've been talking about where Iowa State is allowed to play a full 10-game schedule in the state of Iowa, and Iowa, Iowa, the Hawkeyes, are not. Because the Big Ten panicked and made a Corona Bro-influenced idiotic decision to shut down all fall sports. And the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC, to their credit, made the opposite decision. The Pac-12 didn't even make a decision. They just waited to see what the Big Ten was going to do and then made that decision as well. But we're going to go to an actual doctor, Dr. David Chow, a medical expert, and talk with him about this scenario when uh, he comes back. He's going to be our guest. You can go read his article up at OutKick. He did a fantastic job breaking down all of the decisions that are being uh, made. And if you like this show, you also should be every single day on OutKick.com reading all the articles from me, Jason Whitlock, Dr. David Chow, all of our talented individuals out there. You should also sign up for the OutKick VIP. Right now, it's as little as $12.99 a month. You can get the whole year for 99 bucks. You get an autographed copy of my book, access to exclusive Zoom calls and events eventually with Jason Whitlock and myself, a message board for VIPs, VIP only. You can call this show when we open up the phone lines for a VIP-only phone experience. Get to the head of the line to be able to share your opinion. And you can comment on all of our articles. The only way you can comment on the site is by being a VIP. Encourage all of you to go sign up today. When we come back, we are going to be soon joined uh, by Dr. David Child to break down all of these details. And I just got to tell you, logic matters. And the ability to look at facts and make rational decisions matters. And the ability not to panic in the face of difficulty matters. matters. And what I think we are seeing is Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, and Larry Scott, the commissioner of the Pac-12, both panicked. They didn't look at the data. They didn't make smart decisions. In particular, the Big Ten's decisions are fundamentally illogical and impossible to justify. If the campus is open and kids are able to stay in dorms and they're able to go to class and they are going to the cafeteria, how in the world can you tell Big Ten players that they can't play in-conference games? Moreover, how in the world are you okay with the Big Ten players continuing to work out in the gym and do everything else associated with uh, the preparation for a season that likely is never going to come? I feel bad for Nebraska fans. I feel bad for Penn State fans. I feel bad for Ohio State fans. And I feel awful as well for Michigan fans. All of your coaches, Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day, James Franklin, Scott Frost, they came out as aggressively as they could for you. But the situation is just utterly absurd. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
We are here in the final hour, Thursday edition of the program, uh, and as we always are in this same time frame, we are joined by Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc on Twitter. And man, I don't know if there's ever been a time when a doctor who is focusing on the world of sports has been more relevant than you have, basically for, look, I know there's always injuries that take place on the football field, uh, but I bet you never anticipated that you would be writing and talking about so many without precedent situations in the world of sports. And you've got a great article up at outkick.com. Encourage people to go read it, sort of laying out the both angles of this myocarditis, if I pronounce that correctly, uh, debate that has been going on. But it, it's part and parcel of a larger discussion about whether or not it is safe to play college football this fall and so we bring in now uh dr david chow at pro football doc to discuss and basically dr chow like much of the country college football is now divided two different perspectives being adopted on the one hand you have the big 12 the sec and the acc saying hey we are planning to play on the other side you have the pac-12 and the big 10 and they are saying, we are not convinced that we can play in a healthy manner, and both of them in making these decisions are citing medical experts. Uh, Take me into this world. What do you see that immediately jumps out at you as a doctor as it pertains to these five conferences with two different decisions being made? Well, you know, I think uh, the layperson says, why is there so much confusion? And as a doctor, I say, differing opinions are the way of the world. It's how you view things and how you make decisions and what your risk tolerance is. Uh, Look, I never, when I was in the NFL, I didn't necessarily treat, uh, you obviously don't treat the same exact shoulder injury on your throwing shoulder quarterback as on your running back, right? I mean, you take other things into consideration. The same injury week one versus week 17 or in the preseason or the week before the Super Bowl, you treat differently. And, you know, a veteran versus a rookie, there's all these things that you, you have to factor into the decision-making. The medical facts are the same, but how you view and interpret them might be different. And that's where the art of medicine is. Clay, for example, over the last couple of days, you did not ask President Trump the same questions as you asked the governor of Florida or the governor of Texas, right? There's different situations. You customize what you do and what you want to ask them and how you approach things. And the same thing for medicine and even for coronavirus and, quite honestly, myocarditis. So the article that I tried to write for OutKick was to lay out the facts. Um, nobody's clairvoyant right now. It's a novel coronavirus. There's some new factors. But I tried to put myself into a Big Ten, because they were the first ones to say they weren't going to play football, into a Big Ten doctor's shoes. And then I tried to put myself into an SEC, because they've been the most stalwart in saying we're going to play. So I made it Big Ten versus SEC. And I asked the, you know, the top ten questions about myocarditis and coronavirus and the risk of playing, and let the quote in the voice of the Big Ten doctor and then the voice of a, of a hypothetical SEC doctor, what they would say to let readers judge for themselves um, the differences. Yeah, and, and you said something I think that's interesting. Many people out there uh, believe that there is one answer when it comes to medicine, right? And that every doctor right. is going to look at the evidence 
and every doctor is going to have the same opinion. That is, I would say, a layperson opinion. If you've ever had any significant illness or significant injury that couldn't get fixed, a lot of people recognize that you go to multiple doctors because you're trying to figure out what's going on and everybody has a different theory. In your mind, how much of practicing medicine is science and how much of it is art? Well, I think it has to be based in science. Right. But if you base it only in science, uh, you're not going to be a very good doctor. The art is what makes you special. But you have to base it in science. You can't not base it on fact. And then how you deal with it and how you view things and how you apply it to your individual situations and to for all the all the time I would always apply things like you know uh, for this weekend warrior what kind of treatment would be best versus this NFL athlete who's starting a season versus another one who's ending a season or, or whatever sport it is it's called customization of care it's very important so there are different factors that might face an SEC school or a Big Ten school different. Uh, risk profiles and, and, and what they're willing to tolerate. Maybe there's also resource differences. It makes complete sense that the MAC and Mountain West cannot come close to allowing teams to play because in order to do so, I mentioned in the article, you really have to, to keep athletes safe. Cardiac test athletes that have COVID to make sure there's no car- uh, myocarditis. That can get pretty expensive. Uh, probably something the Mountain West or Mac couldn't really afford to do, but the SEC or Big 12 can. And if you do that, you add a level of safety to the players. So it's a very complex uh, question. And uh, I'm sorry the article is slightly long, but it's just a very complex question. Well, I'm fascinated by it because to me what we seem to be debating here and I, I think that in this respect, college football is a metaphor of the larger country, is the question, what is acceptable risk, right? That's a broad question, but your definition of what is acceptable risk may well be different than my definition, may well be different than our wives, may well be different than our children. And I'll give you an example, Dr. Chow. Yesterday, I walked my kindergartner to school. He started school. And some people out there oh, wow. are going to, some people, first day of kindergarten, some people out there are going to say, oh, wow, that's awesome. Good for you putting your kid in kindergarten. Other people out there listening are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe Clay Travis would put his kid in school, right? Different risk factors, different ways of analyzing the facts. To me, this isn't a hard choice, personally. I love my kids, as I bet you do, and a lot of our listeners do more than anything in the world. I got a 12, a 9, and a 5-year-old. I think when I look at all the facts and all the risk factors, I believe they need to be in school. I also understand that other reasonably intelligent people can look at the data and make a different decision because they may be much more risk-averse than I am. Uh, I don't think everybody should have to make the exact same decision. My argument has been... If you are particularly risk-averse, that is your right, but I don't necessarily think your risk aversion should dictate what choices I can make. Um, When you think about this from a doctor perspective, I'm sure that comes into play too. Probably when you have patients come in, some of them are 
more likely to take risks when it comes to, hey, that you got a bad shoulder, you should probably get that fixed. And they say, ah, no, nah, you know, I think I'll be fine, or knee or whatever else. Other people, like the first time they have a little bit of a tweak at all, they're like, oh, Doc, I need this taken care of immediately. How much of this is psychological, in other words, is what I'm getting to. Uh, just psychological ability at its very essence coming down to the question of what is acceptable risk? Well, there's no question uh, there's a big psychology there, but I love your example of taking your kid to school. I was just surprised that uh, you and your wife didn't walk them over there together to take the 3,000 pictures that my wife and I Oh, we did. When- no, he had, he <laughs> okay, had an entourage. Okay. I said earlier <laughs> in right. the show, uh, I, was, I was walking people through, like, my five-year-old, you would think that like he was a Hollywood celebrity this morning. Uh, or sorry, it was uh, what, what morning was it? It was uh, Wednesday that he went for the first day. So he's got a half day this morning as soon as I finish up on Thursday. Another half day on Friday. But we were walking him, and we had uh, me, my wife, my mom, my dad, uh, and his nanny. He had five people that were involved. <laughs> and, and and let me take it back, additional one. He also, his 12-year-old brother, who doesn't start school until tomorrow, also, we were fortunate. We live in a neighborhood where we can walk him to school. And so we had six people that were involved in taking him to kindergarten. Uh, Only one could go inside. Mom got to go inside and see the classroom and meet the teacher and uh, and do all of those factors. But I mean, obviously, it's it's tough anytime you have your your youngest kid going off to kindergarten. I know you've been through this. I bet uh, as well. Um, But yeah, yeah, I wanted him to be in school, and so that was how I spent my uh, my Wednesday morning was taking him to kindergarten. And, and and you're absolutely right. The psychology plays into that a lot. You know, look, the psychology of, of, of your little one leaving the house and starting embarking on school is huge for, for you and your wife, right? Psychology plays into a lot of this. And you also have to base it in fact. There's no question that, you know, your risk tolerance is in there. In there. But also, is it a kindergarten uh, with uh, 30 kids crammed into uh, a, to- a 10 by 10 foot room? Or is it a space to kindergarten with a lot of outdoor activities? There's, there's different levels of risk. And the psychology of risk is different. You know, I actually end that article talking about the Big Ten doctor and the SEC doctor is, is you know, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Big Ten doctor, do you criticize the SEC doctor? And I say, no, I, he doesn't criticize the SEC doctor. He just says they obviously view the world as glass half full. And the SEC doctor says about the Big Ten doctor, no, I'm not critical of what they're recommending, but they view the world as glass half empty, and everyone's different. I mean, you talk about risk profile. It's not illegal to ride a motorcycle. I never have, and I don't choose to, but it's not illegal to choose to do so. And there are safer ways to ride a motorcycle and more dangerous ways to ride a motorcycle. But there is some free choice out there in the world, and of course you need to do things uh, carefully to not affect uh, the the other people in the world. But yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah, so I'm curious here, when I look, so I want you to walk me through from from a risk assessment perspective. When I see that the Big Ten is going to have open campuses, in other words, people are going to class at least sometimes on campus in classrooms, they are going to have open dorms, they are going to have open cafeterias, open physical structures on campus as obviously with differences associated with it in the coronavirus era, but it's not as if they are shutting down campus for students. They also are going to allow student athletes 
to continue to train for up to 20 hours a week, whatever that will look like, kind of like practice, which is how many hours you're supposed to be limited to. Certainly it'll involve weightlifting, probably speed training, all different sorts of things that you would do in a normal offseason since there's not going to be fall sports, but they're allowed to continue to be associated with athletics. When I look at all of that, the logic of the Big Ten's decision in particular doesn't seem very consistent to me because whether you're an athlete or a regular student, you could get sick in a classroom, you could get sick in a dormitory, you could get sick in a cafeteria, you could get sick weight training uh, even within the, the football universe. The only thing that the Big Ten seems to be disallowing is the games themselves. And I know we've talked about with you, and I've been thinking about this, you have said, and I think it's accurate, that the games themselves present much less significant of uh, of odds of infection than all the other things that are going on during the course of the week. So it seems like to me the Big Ten is still allowing 95, 98% of all activities, and what they're cutting is the games, and it doesn't seem like that's offering that much more protection to the athletes than would exist in the SEC, the Big 12, or the ACC. Pac-12 is a little bit different because it seems like they basically are shutting down many different campuses in, in terms of students, and so that at least is not going to be as similar. But the logic in the Big Ten doesn't seem to line up for me. What am I missing, or do you kind of follow my train of thought there? I certainly understand your train of thought, and I think it's a reasonable thought. I address some of those issues in the article, i.e., you can get myocarditis in the dorm room or at home just as easily as, you know, uh, in a football field or in a, in a weight room, et cetera. And I think part of the difference, and I try and express this, is it seems to me from the media reports why the Big Ten kind of changed their mind. There was a key JAMA article that talked about the risk of myocarditis being fairly high. And I think with things being new and novel, the Big Ten doctors might have, I'm not inside their heads, but I tried to be in the article, been worried about the myocarditis because, yes, it is true, myocarditis can lead to arrhythmia, which could mean sudden death. And you just can't have that on anyone, especially college kids. So I understand their fear. But what I think the SEC doctors are saying is that only people who get COVID convert to myocarditis. It's a smaller percentage in the general population. And we're going to monitor the kids. And if any of them do get myocarditis, we're going to take them out of exertion because that's where they get the arrhythmia and the sudden cardiac death risk. And that's how we're going to protect them. So I think it's just different ways of looking at it. Neither side is right or wrong from a medical perspective. You know, you can argue from a societal perspective and all these other things, but I can see the point of view of the Big Ten doctor, but I also can see the point of view of the SEC doctor. Having worked in the NFL, I'll, uh, you know, I, I really tried to write the article uh, from a midline perspective. Uh, I would you know, lean towards informed consent and being very vigilant, assuming the university would uh, accept the risk tolerance in terms of potential liability and added expense of the monitoring. We're talking to Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc. I think it always comes back to an interesting question. You've got, I believe, a daughter who is a student at the University of South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. I think we've talked about that before. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't believe she's an athlete. 
but is she going back to USC, uh, the University of South Carolina, for classes this fall? She is. It's modified classes. It's not every yeah. class in person. There's some Zoom. The labs are in person. There's some modifications. As a matter of fact, she leaves in two days on Saturday, and they have that modified program. Start a little earlier, done by uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving kind yeah. of deal. Which you, yeah, liked. And, and, you thought that was a smart yeah. adjustment to the schedule. Well, I think it's a smart adjustment in the schedule for two reasons. One, um, the idea that maybe there's a second wave coming in the winter and you can pause and cause timeout. But number two, most kids go home at Thanksgiving and then turn right around for a couple of weeks. That's a lot of travel and a lot of mixing of populations. Right, that might include spread. So it's not just for second wave. It's the intermingling of different people that gets caused over Thanksgiving. And so that does make some sense, and a lot of schools have now followed that. The reason why I bring it up is it's one thing for you to be a doctor. Most people who are listening to us right now either have kids or, uh, or you know are contemplating kids and everything else. And I think asking what you're doing with your own kids – kind of cuts through all the noise. So that's why I said as an example, yesterday I took my uh, five-year-old to kindergarten. I have my kids all enrolled in in-person schools. Your old, I think she's your oldest child. Your oldest child yes. is a college-age student now. You live in San Diego. She's going all the way across the country to Columbia, South Carolina. You're comfortable with that. If she were an athlete, would you be comfortable with her, let's say, playing women's volleyball this fall based on what you know and understand about the coronavirus and the risks it in- involves? Assuming the school, the program, the medical staff, athletic trainers and doctors were on the same page for some good safety protocols, absolutely yes. With that qualification, yes. My 7-7 seven, seven, and 3-year-old, I mean, uh, you know, in San Diego, we're in complete limbo for school right now. It looks like online, but we would love an in-person option, uh, a modified safe in-person option. Uh, pretty hard to do Zoom with, with 7-year-olds, you know. No kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important for the maturity and growth. And, and the other thing, just as a parent, and I'm not, look, I'm trying to keep them all safe and love them to death, and we do things in a smart way, but I think there are smarter ways to do things, holding some smaller size classroom separation, modified Zoom and, and meeting, doing some outdoor stuff. You know, clearly we're in San Diego and it helps. And quite honestly, for myself and my wife, it breaks our heart that the, the, the boy-girl twins that are seven and the three-year-old used to just absolutely love the lights out of each other and share things and whatever. And with the pandemic and being alone, there's a lot of now territorialism that's developed because we've yeah. just been crowded in the house for so long. Uh, and so uh, getting them out for a little bit of school and other socialization in a safe way, I think would be very positive for their mental psyche as well as physical psyche, not to mention that of mom and dad. Uh, Dr. David Chow, fantastic uh, analysis here. I would encourage everybody to go read his work if you're more curious about the Big Ten perspective, the SEC perspective, and how doctors have to balance different analysis of risk and uh, and what sort of advice they are giving. It's really a fantastic and interesting read from both a health perspective but also from a science and the art perspective as it comes to medicine. Appreciate the time, my man. We will talk to you again next week. Thank you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Final segment, Thursday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us, wherever you may be across the country. 
We got into a lot. Um, always want to encourage you to download the podcast and go give us five stars. Danny G reads your podcast review. You get an autographed copy of my book. Uh, and there are a lot of you out there that are taking the time to go give us a five-star review. I appreciate all of your uh, focus and interest in doing so. And thanks so much for the support of the show overall. Uh, I got a whiff uh, of the numbers here so far for August. And it's kind of blown away, to be honest, because we're sitting at almost halfway through the month. And we are going to blow through the all-time record for podcast downloads again in August. Now, obviously, Donald Trump helps with that. We also put up a podcast that I think you guys are going to enjoy with uh, Will Kane. Uh, we'll probably give you some excerpts a little bit, maybe 15 minutes or so of a longer conversation with Will Kane. He left ESPN uh, to go to Fox News, but had a lot of success there on ESPN. And I think you guys will enjoy the conversation that we had uh, that is up now as a podcast exclusive on wins and losses. As we roll into uh, the uh, the final segment here of the show couple of things I mean I would encourage you to go listen to the podcast if only if you're a Big Ten certainly and a Pac-12 fan because I think I really walked through the logic which proves that their decision making is really hyper illogical when you actually consider everything that they resolve to do and not playing this fall and given that you heard earlier in this program from Governor Greg Abbott of Texas saying that he supports college football coming back and uh, he said and I quote I support the players and look forward to the Big 12 and SEC playing this fall Texas is ready for college football also has been supported by the governor of Florida and the governor of Georgia meaning the three of the biggest states in the south arguably the three biggest from a population perspective not even arguably they are the three biggest uh they were able to all end up in the same place and support uh the uh the ongoing process here of college football coming back in the ACC the SEC and the Big 12 all of which I believe I'm cautiously optimistic are going to be able to play this fall uh if the numbers continue to come down like they are coming down with the rate of infection all over the South. You just heard us talking a little bit about that with Dr. David Chow and some of the challenges involved in making medical decisions and how a lot of people out there, frankly, kind of have this sense that doctors all end up with the same opinion. And the reality is that isn't true at all. Lots of times doctors end up with conflicting opinions Uh, My buddy Doug Gottlieb, obviously, who many of you listen to, always says, you never go get a second opinion if you like the first one, right? If you go to a doctor and he's like, ah, you're going to be fine. No need for surgery. Most of the time you're like, ah, you know what? This doctor knows exactly what he's talking about. If you're an athlete and you go get a second opinion, it's because you don't like the first opinion that you got. And so one of the challenges is many people out there kind of have this idea that being a doctor is uh, is not partly an art form. And what I mean by that is you can argue, hey, uh, well, this is the condition, and if we do this, it's going to solve it. And then another doctor can look at the same evidence and come up with a different idea. And some of you probably are familiar with that somewhat if you've ever had to go around to try to get something treated that you can't figure out what it is. You rapidly learn that this idea that every doctor has the same opinion is not true. And I learned that not from being around doctors, but from being around lawyers. Because before I went to law school, uh, there's this great story, and this was told to me at law school graduation. Before you go to law school, uh, when somebody comes up to you 
and asks you a legal question, you can say, I don't know. And that'll be true because you haven't studied the law and you don't know the answer. And what you learn when you go to law school is if that same person comes up to you after three years of law school and asks you the exact same legal question, you can say, well, that depends. Which really kind of sums up what you learn in law school. The law is, if, if it's easy to understand, you don't need a lawyer for it. Lawyers exist because the law can be complement, uh, complicated and looking at facts can require a very intelligent mind to figure out what laws exactly apply. As we roll off for the day, there's a little bit of a lesson for you. Uh, I would say the two most interesting events going on tonight uh, all have to do, both have to do, with who's going to be the overall number eight seed in the NBA. Uh, I've told you that the NBA bubble ratings have tanked, that things haven't been going well. This is the last night where anything in the bubble actually matters. There have been a lot of NBA games going on. There have been a lot of, uh, there's been a little bit of drama, a lot of close games, but not necessarily a, uh, a lot of uncertainty. But for Thursday's games tonight, uh, I think that the Grizzlies will find a way to get past the Bucks because I think the Bucks are going to rest everybody. And I also think that the Suns will beat the Mavs and that the Trailblazers will beat the Nets. I think that the Trailblazers are going to be your eighth seed and uh, we will see what happens with the drama going forward between the Grizz and the Suns. Who's going to grab that nine seed? That'll be an interesting little playoff scenario uh, in the playoffs before the playoffs. Again, Chris Mannix talked a lot about that in hour two. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Great guest. Hour one, the governor of Texas. Hour two, Chris Mannix in the NBA bubble. And you just heard us talking with Dr. David Chow. Let me say this. This show this week now, on Monday we had the governor of Florida. And he came on and he said, hey, I support college football uh, being played ACC and SEC, Miami and Florida State and Florida. On Tuesday, we had the president of the United States And he came out and said, I support college football being played. This morning, we had the governor of Texas coming out and supporting college football being played. The reason why the governor of Texas and the governor of Florida and the president of the United States want to come on and talk to you, talk to you guys, talk to the OutKick audience, is because we are the most substantial audience anywhere in the country in the world of sports. Certainly, in the morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern and rapidly becoming the most influential, if we aren't already, sports talk radio show anywhere in the country. And there are a lot of good ones. Fox Sports Radio is loaded. we got the best lineup that has ever existed. But the reason why we're getting the quality of the guests that we are and they're coming on and breaking news with us is because they know that the audience is paying attention that you guys are supportive, and that we are absolutely rolling. So I just want to say thanks to all of you guys. Go download the podcast. Go give us five stars. Thanks for spending your Thursday morning with us. Enjoy the games tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. 
the professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.